Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hey, welcome to episode 40. I'm your host, mind body coach and pain relief specialist, Molly Jager. I'm back and hopefully you are too, or maybe this is your first episode. Welcome. We had a little bit of a hiatus there. We being me. (laughs) Maybe you didn't. Maybe you were catching up on some of the older episodes that you haven't gotten to yet or listening back. But I had a pretty involved last couple of months, so I took, I've taken about six weeks off and I'm back in time for the last month of 2022 and with a wonderful number, which is 40, right? We kind of went through whatever, one through 39 and now we're at 40. (laughs) Amazing how that works. (laughs) If you keep going, things keep happening. That's just the way it is. So today I'm going to talk about how you stay stuck. Yeah, sounds fun, huh? And the reason I want to talk about how you stay stuck, obviously, is because I want to help you get unstuck, right? But in order to get unstuck, we have to know what are the things, the mechanisms, the thoughts and infrastructure, the neural infrastructure that's keeping us from change. We often know the change that we want. We can imagine it. We can think about it. We can wish for it. Hopefully (laughs) we can see and feel and think about what we don't have. And then because we can think about it, because we can acknowledge it, even write it down on a piece of paper, it feels so frustrating that we can't achieve it. Right? seems like Well, if I know what I want, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that today from a perspective of the neural networks that are moving around inside your body right now, (laughs) inside your brain and inside your body, flashing and dancing. Um, that's a song. I do tend to break out in song and I have one daughter who is so musical and has a beautiful voice and she always sings on no she's one of these people that can just hear tunes <laughs> recreate them what do you call it the opposite whatever the opposite of tone deaf is anyway the other day she said to me mommy no offense but <laughs> it's you don't really sing on tune or in tune whatever <laughs> and i was like yeah that's okay. Doesn't stop me from enjoying it or doing it. <laughs> Much to her dismay. So it, you know, just goes to show that we can have all kinds of things coming at us and it really depends on how we interpret it. In fact, there was a time in my life where that would have genuinely hurt my feelings. <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago. Like, I think she's probably said something like that or hinted at something like that before. And I was secretly hurt. And you know what? It just 
doesn't land the same way anymore because I've done so much work on myself and I've had so much growth moving around those neurons, recreating new, recreating those pathways and those what's wired to what so that my daughter can say something like that to me and it's it's like water off a duck's back. I mean, it should be anyway, right? She's my daughter, but we have complex relationships with the people that we love or people that we don't love <laughs> sometimes, especially, and these things come up in our life. So all about how you create that kind of change in your life from working with your neurons, your brain and your body and how everything is connected. And so one of the things that matters a lot when you want to make a change in your life and feeling stuck is how you're thinking about it. It like matters more than anything. And recently I've been uncovering so many of my thoughts. I've been in this practice of every time I feel a stuck or a kind of, um, for me it occurs like a kind of heavy, an internal heaviness, like I'm being drawn down from the inside, like I have to move through sludge in order to get something done. And I can't seem to, there's like this inner, really feels internal block I'll get in there and find out what am I thinking about the situation and then I can decide from awareness what I want to do, right? It helps to remove that block and then I'm in this place of, oh, I get it and now I can choose what I want according to that new level of awareness. Yeah, it's great. So the reason that I wanted to talk about how you keep yourself stuck in particular right now is because I think it lines up very nicely with the time of year that we're in, both seasonally and also with the calendar year. And so I'm going to talk about that briefly. And some of you may not relate to this as specifically because I live in the Northern Hemisphere and I think this correlates to for me with some of the seasonal changes that I experience moving into fall or autumn from summer and then into the winter holidays. So this might not be exactly the same for you, but I know that you will recognize this kind of up and down, um, what do I want to say, trajectory when you are working towards something, whether it happens like in the summer or wherever, in the springtime, anytime. But there are often these times of the year there's, where people kind of feel generally galvanized to do things for themselves, like kind of this electric energy in the air, this newfound excitement. And one of those times in the year is the beginning of autumn. Kids go back to school, people come back from vacation, it's time to kind of dive back into work and finish up the last quarter with something interesting, moving into the holidays. There's lots of things and reasons why that kind of energy is uh, happening in people and that is in the air. And you might experience having that feeling inside you and that kind of excitement or feeling of newness, of freshness that you want to lean into and create in your life. And then you might experience if that doesn't lead to anything that you recognize as being 
uh, progress in a positive way, that that would then instead lead to a lull. And this kind of feeling like, oh, that's not going to pan out in the way that I wanted it to. And often then there comes, if we're sticking with this particular time of year, because of the holidays, this can either, you can either experience this as, well, the holidays are uplifting and they kind of bring you out of the lull. Or you can experience that the holidays, like I know my husband dreads the holidays. (laughs) I'm like, how can you dread the holidays? They're so full of fun and whatever. Christmas music. And he's like, bleh. (laughs) He said to me the other day, maybe I'm going to try this year to enjoy it. Maybe I'm going to try to enjoy Christmas this year. (laughs) And I was like, that'd be great. I'd love that if you want to. (laughs) I would appreciate that. So people experience the holidays in different ways. But um, we also have the calendar year coming up and people experience that differently as well so we're moving into this this seasonally we're moving into the colder months the darker months the more internal months out from a period of kind of brightness and electrifying energy right which would be the autumn and so you might be experiencing in that you are in this lull that you are in this feeling of like, well, I had kind of momentum, but then it's not really gone anywhere. And so the downside of that is like more of a down. And you also might be feeling a kind of um, familiarity with that experience, with that kind of pattern as well. Now, the reason I'm bringing this all up is because after a certain amount of trips around the sun, after a certain age, we start to recognize these patterns throughout the year. And we recognize, oh, I've experienced this before. Oh, I know this feeling. And we see these patterns that take place over a longer period of time. And if we go through our life and we experience patterns playing out that we interpret as negative, that are negative for us, then when we feel them again, they can be increasingly frustrating, right? They can trigger a lot of feelings that are very difficult. And I find that this happens often at this time of year for people and also in some of the winter months. You know, after we come out of the new calendar year or into the new calendar year, again, with a lot of like a big flash, a bang, and a hope, and then we go into some of the more challenging Uh, months in terms of the season and this can happen again and in these periods of time if you feel like this is familiar if it feels familiar to you and you don't like it that can add to your suffering yeah and so one of the things that we do in particular with this time of the year but at any time to keep ourselves stuck is we set our expectations according to what has happened in the past. We set our expectations according to what we experienced last year or the year before or the year before that. If we had a terrible year last year, we think, well, we either think, well, I hope 
this year isn't going to be as bad as last year. So we're kind of comparing and contrasting with some amount of dread. (laughs) I hope it's not as if we don't have any choice or say in the matter, right? It's just totally like, it's not up to me at all what my year is like. I just hope it's not as bad as last year because I have no control, right? So we set our expectations according to our past. So if you have experienced number of times trying to achieve something and failing to achieve it according to your expectations, according to your wishes, yeah, then the idea of having to move forward into that, towards that goal or whatever you're aspiring to again can feel like extra daunting, right? Like it's compounded by not your past experience, but by your expectation based on past experiences. And like, I know that for a lot of people, this at first sounds crazy. So I just want to say this because a lot of people think, well, what else do I have to go by? Why, like, why wouldn't I use my past experiences? And of course, our experiences were designed to utilize our past experiences to help inform us moving forward into the future. The mistake that we make is to judge our past experiences from within the mindset of having failed instead of having tried, right? So we look at the past and we see our failures and we neglect to acknowledge our attempts, our actions, our You know, the things that we took steps toward. We disregard all that effort, all that energy and that whole side of us if the outcome doesn't meet our expectations, right? So here's some of the things that you do unconsciously that, or I don't know, you check it out. How unconscious or conscious is this for you as I give you Uh, these, um, as I say these things, just check in with yourself and like, okay, how aware, maybe you're more aware of doing this than you realize, right? So one of the things that you accidentally create is disbelief in yourself. You create disbelief. You don't have disbelief. You create it because that's the way your mind works. Your mind is constantly creating reality for you. You don't have reality. You create reality. You create the moment in your mind. So you create disbelief in yourself. And the good news about this is that you can alternatively or alternately create belief. You can create the belief that you need to help you move forward. And there's a process for that I'm going to share with you. But first, let's talk a little bit more about what might be inside that disbelief. Because we often, we want to jump to, oh, I want to believe. Oh, I, yeah, let's do that. Let's go to believe. But first, we have to really get clear on why you might not believe. Because 
Otherwise, those thoughts and beliefs will be lingering. They'll be there. One of the things that is often inside disbelief, so let me just step back for a second because what it, what disbelief sounds like maybe or it appears as confusion or I don't know if this is the right thing. I don't know if this will work. This probably won't work. Maybe it'll work. It's not worth the money. It's not worth the time. Do I have the time? And there's this kind of back and forth dialogue that you have with yourself, <laughs> UA and UB, arguing or figuring out which is the thing to do, right? And you can't quite decide. So you're in that place of confusion. That's how it shows up, right? That's how it shows up. And this kind of resistance to trying, right? You get this resistance, like, uh, it's resistance, but you don't know why or you don't know what is that resistance is about. One of the things that might be happening inside that disbelief, first of all, check in, like, I'm resistant. Is it because I'm disbelieving that it's possible? Likely, that's present. And then here's the other thing that might be underneath that. And now check this out because this might be really relevant for you, is that underneath the disbelief, what might be happening is that you don't trust in yourself. You don't trust in your own ability in some way, whether that is follow through and commitment. You might say to yourself, I don't stick with things long enough. I always let things go. I don't know myself well enough to know if this will work. I don't know enough to know if this will work, right? So inside of that disbelief is a distrust in your own self. One of the pitfalls that you can fall into when you don't trust yourself, and this is really good to know, right, is reaching out for like um, help in this way that is very, what's the word, Mm, spontaneous. Like, yeah, I need that help. Help comes and it's just the right price point. It's just cheap enough that you're willing to, you kind of grab at it, right? Oh yeah, I want that. Oh, I need that, those uh, herbal, that herbal tea. Or, oh, I need that uh, essential oil packet. That's going to help me relax. Or, you know, so we from this place, we reach out and kind of grab at these little carrots that are kind of like dangling here and there. Oh, that's a free, you know, offer, whatever. I'm going to do that. That'll help me. So we're, we're only willing to commit to a certain point because we don't trust that we'll be able to follow through. And therefore we keep ourselves in this kind of unending trail, unending labyrinth of constantly picking up little things here and there and here and there. And this doesn't always relate to money. It often does, but not always. It has more to do with how you are thinking about how your your commitment and how you're spending your time and your energy, how you're thinking about it. One of the things that's also present in disbelief that is important 
that I really struggle with, oh my gosh, I struggle with this so hard, is miscalculating the process of change. We have, we live with a vision for what we want, this kind of ideal, and it is in direct contrast to what we have. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> it's ironic because in that sort of situation, what we're creating for ourselves is awareness of the lack, not the thing that we actually want, but that's a separate podcast. So what happens is that we view the problem as front and center. And this view, the problem feels so big in this view and the solution feels so far away. So, uh, the opposite of the problem so beyond where we're at that it blocks our view of being able just to see the next single step the next single step and the next and the next that there's a process and one little step builds on the next and we know this I mean there's like a million memes well a couple hundred probably <laughs> of memes and quotes and things of people talking about, oh, how progress is one day at a time. Like the best time to plant a tree is today or whatever, like all the different things that are out there. So cognitively, we know this and yet we still put ourselves in this place of, of being, and this is what it is, of being already a failure, right? So instead of seeing, oh, there's a process here, I can succeed at it if I move forward because we're already feeling like we're distrust ourselves, there's disbelief, we feel like we failed before or we feel like it's going to be too hard, like it's just going to be too hard. I'm never going to be able to follow through. It's just going to be too hard, right? Because of that kind of thinking in that perspective, we're seeing already failure. So we're creating failure before it even happens. Yeah? Isn't that wild? Now, let me be super duper clear here <laughs> because what I am not saying is that you are failing already. I'm saying that you might be perceiving that you are failing or that you are will fail and that that creates a sense of failure and then that becomes your reality. That's it. That's all it is. It's not truth. It's just a perspective. That's it. It's just a perspective. And every single moment, from one moment to the next, to the next and the next, we are creating our experience in this way. Wild. So just check in and does any of this sound familiar to you? Do you think of yourself as not being capable of creating the change that you want in your life? What are the thoughts around that and why? Are you thinking that it's hard? Are you thinking that it's going to take too long? Are you thinking that you're too old? 
Are you thinking that you should have done it and therefore you're, you're, you, you've missed the boat? Are you thinking that, what, it's going to be too expensive? Are you th- what are you thinking already? Get all of those thoughts down. Sit with them a little bit and find out, is there distrust there? Is there distrust in your disbelief? And of course, all of these things weave in and out of each other, right? So there are lots of relationships. But here's what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with just like, here's here's what it is. Don't let these simple mind mistakes steal your dreams from you or steal your aspirations. Don't deny yourself something that you desire just because you're making a miscalculation in your mind. Get clear on what you're thinking. And when you do, you'll be able to address it from a place of awareness until you know what's going on in your thoughts, you won't be able to address them. Thoughts drive your behavior. So look at your behavior, put that up with your desire, and then find out where's what's in the gap. What's in the gap between what you're doing now and what you would like? What thoughts are creating a block or not bridging that gap for you. And when you realize what's there, you can start to build belief on purpose to build that bridge one brick at a time, one brick at a time. And always, always, always start with your belief. We want to jump into action. Oh, I want to jump into action all the time. I so want to jump into action (laughs) because action provides a dopamine hit because action makes us feel like, oh, we're doing something. But if action is built on a shaky bridge, we run the risk of not being able to follow through. So look, I'm not saying don't take action. I'm saying don't miss the step of doing that mining of your thoughts. Don't miss out on that level of awareness that you need to build a solid foundation for the change that you want, whatever that is. Now, when it comes to pain, it's like people in pain have, with chronic pain, feel so stuck, feel so stuck. And the mistake is to think that your pain is keeping you stuck. That your pain is keeping you stuck. Your pain is not keeping you stuck. Your pain is telling you, hey, we're stuck. Let's look around, see what's going on. (laughs) And so that we can clear the way here because we need to create some movement because there's a like big backlog of tension and we can't seem to express ourselves fully 
or have emotion, experience emotional safety so that we can do the things that we want to do in our life, right? And be the person who we really are. So let's create, let's get some awareness in the infrastructure in our thoughts deep down so that we can get some movement so that this pain goes away. The pain is not keeping you stuck. Seems like it. I know it seems like it, but it's actually a signpost redirecting you inward, redirecting you inward. And once you create the movement in your life that you truly desire, once you create a sense of safety and and trust in yourself to do the things for yourself that you want and to create the change that you want and to know in yourself that you have that capacity, that process is how you resolve the pain, right? That's how you resolve the pain. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you next week. I'm going to follow up on this one. I've got stuff that I didn't get to. I've got like, I only got through half a page. Can you believe it? (laughs) I have a whole other half a page that I want to share with you on this. It's different. Next week, I'm going to be talking about um, more solution oriented. I know I always get into solutions, but I'm going to talk about it more next week. It's going to be really good. So come on back and find out how you stay stuck and what is a couple of simple solutions to get yourself unstuck. All right. I will see you next week. Well, hey there. I've got some announcements, so stick with me. Uh, First of all, if you like the podcast, this episode or any episode, share it on your socials. Give me a comment. Leave me a review. Let me know. That would be awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you in advance. And if you are in a place where you're like, huh, I really want to ensure that 2023 is different than 2022, but I'm not quite sure that I can do it by myself, then reach out to me. Here's how. You can reach out to me by clicking on a link in the show notes that will take you directly to my calendar. How awesome is that? And you can be like, oh, I'm free on that day at this time. You can reach out to me by emailing me at molly at movetonourish.com. You can reach out to me on Facebook or on Instagram. I'm at move to nourish with a two on Instagram and on Facebook. There'll be links in the show notes. So there's no reason if you want to reach out, there's lots of avenues. Now, Here's what happens when you schedule a consult call with me, we get on the phone and we find out where you are at, what you're struggling with and what you want, right? What you want to create and what's in the gap. So we get clear on what's holding you back. And then if it feels right, if it feels like a good fit, we move forward. What I'm offering right now is a three month program. Three months. I commit to you for three months. I commit to getting you through this first big hurdle of breaking the pain cycle once and for all and building that felt 
deeply secure foundation of safety in your nervous system, in your brain, so that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, not only where the pain is coming from, what the cause is, but what you can do that you feel fully equipped that no matter what, you are not powerless, that you have agency. And you build, we build that together over the three months. We break down the habits and the patterns that are running currently, and we build new neural pathways, new habits, new patterns. We wire in new associations, and that's how we do it, through coaching, through a practice, a mind-body practice that you move into and adapt for your needs, for your life. And one thing about this that I will say that makes this so awesome and effective is that it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with your ability from the past, nor does it have anything to do with your beliefs about what's possible. Because we simply work with the facts, which is that you have a neuroplastic nervous system that is designed to adapt, to learn, and to change. And that's what we're working with. And so there is no doubt in my mind that you can break the habit, break the cycle of chronic pain, and experience freedom from pain. Now, if you're interested, right? <laughs> Caveat. <laughs> now, the announcement is that I'm offering a free workshop. It's coming up. It's going to be all about decoding your pain pattern. Sounds exciting. Yes. I'm in the midst of designing it and I'm loving the, what's coming. I'm really excited to share with you this new information and this process. I've never quite done it like this before. And as always, we're going to be doing, I'm not just going to be talking at you, we're going to be doing, and that is coming up in December. I think December 15th, but I'm not exactly sure. It might be the 16th. So stay tuned for information on that. And I will speak to you soon. I will speak to you very soon in one way or another. Okay. Bye.